of licks in the band. Black X6, bam. Wait and see. Looking like a panda. We are awesome dads, okay husbands, and terrible golfers. We dive into golf, fatherhood, and life. This is the Breakfast Balls Podcast. Nailed it. On today's episode of the Breakfast Balls Podcast, we're joined by special guest Bill Bender. We'll dive into topics with Bill, like his early days as a bartender slinging mudslides at TGI Fridays. Uh, we'll also go into some of the things he's working on now as a TV host, uh, Bender Stash, as well as his own Bill Bender Show. And finally, make sure to stay tuned as Bill will break some news on today's episode. Be sure to follow Bill on Instagram, either at Bender Stash or Bill Bender the Third. Welcome to episode 48 of the Breakfast Balls podcast with your hosts, Mark Budden and Chris Laporta. We've got a special guest today. <laughs> we got Bill Binder here. Bill Bender. I think Mark. It's Binder? I think it's... fucked the whole thing up. You did. You know oh, what? Shit. I've been dealing with it my whole life. Yeah, I grew up on Binder Street, spelled oh, yeah? the same way, but it's it's Bill Bender. The Bill Bender Show. Bill Bender the Third. Well, sorry for fucking that. Okay, I already finished my whiskey. I need to pour another one. I mean, we're around a thousand right now. I shouldn't call you like Bob, Billy Bob or something, but I, you I know, know that's that's one thing I haven't been called. Okay. Ever, I don't think. Yeah, yeah. I won't. I won't start it. Don't worry. Thank yeah. you. I appreciate that. <laughs> Bill. Bill again is one of the first uh, guys we started following on Instagram when we joined that Instagram game, and um, you know he's. I think uh, our buddy Billy Grant pointed us in your direction and uh man i i love your content love the bill binder bill bill bender show now you got me fucking it up i'm in your head i love the bill bender show i i the question the first question i have is how the hell do you drink so much and hit a golf ball as well as you do still i you know i years of practice that's the easiest way to say i was a better question can you play golf sober anymore uh, you know, <laughs> there's like a couple months there, and I'm, and, you know, this is recently, probably like in the fall, I'm like, I'm like in a slump, and I, just, I can't figure it out. I'm like, why the hell am I playing so bad? It's just like, I went from hitting the ball so good, playing so bad, and then uh, I ended up going down and I'm playing adios down here, and, and uh, I didn't drink at all, and, and not even, I didn't even sniff alcohol. And I had a great round, and I was like, "Oh yeah, that's why." Because every time I go out and play, literally, pretty much every time we go out and I play with two of my friends, we were literally, we were literally drink one full entire bottle of whiskey. So I'm like, I'm good on the front nine, or maybe like the first seven, and then it's just like wham, wham, and by the eleventh hole, I'm like, "Where are we right now?" You know, like, <laughs> Someone just throw me a seven iron, like I miss it, and it like, hits me in the head or something, you know. But yeah, yeah, it's uh, yeah, I play good when I don't drink most yeah. of the time. But you know, I play good when I drink too. So I, it, all, it all depends on how much. I got that fine line. Yeah, yeah, definitely a fine line. Everybody's got one. Yeah, I yeah, I, I love crossing mine as, as quickly as possible, especially in a bad round. Quickly as possible, and then and yeah. then you know you heave it up, and, and you, you you power through it. Have another one, and then you go. I haven't done that yet um, on, on the golf course, and I can't remember the last time I did, if I ever did. But 
you know, it's, uh, I, I, I mean, I, I drink for a living and <laughs> I drink whiskey for a living. So it's true. I kind of, I kind of have an iron liver or the liver's not there anymore. It's, it's one or the other. Yeah. It only have one or, yeah, it just goes right out, like down my leg. So, so, so I, I know, uh, the cocktail game runs deep within you, but talk to me about how you first got got started with cocktails or even whiskey for that matter. Oh man, I, you know, my, my, uh, my legendary, uh, short lived college career in 1999, I, uh, I came home and I started bartending at TGI Fridays. I had, I was the red and white stripe, just <laughs> making fucking mudslides. Yeah, most size and June bugs, like flights of the van and the big fish bowls. People just, can I have a, can I have a Miami Vice? Oh, yeah, sure, but whatever, like that. <laughs> so, uh, you know, I, I, you know uh, the, the restaurant business was in my family like, my whole entire life. Like, 1985, I'm, I'm, you know, my parents had a restaurant, a bar, and like a package store. And we lived, you know, in the in the apartment over top of it. I lived in the eighties, uh, right right before nineteen ninety. And um, you know, I'm driving around my my Karate Kid outfit, like eighty five or eighty six, and whenever the hell it came out, and you know, I park my Hot Wheels you know, by the bar, and I go behind the bar and I start, you know, hand washing glasses for my dad, you know, like child labor, all that stuff. <laughs> uh, it was a little bit more acceptable, you know, in the eighties, right. Uh, but, so, you know, it's always been there. Um, but, you know, I, the TGI Fridays, and, you know, you go from, you know, that, that, at that time, that was like the, the greatest training, bartender training in, in the world, because they still had, you know, like master bartender certification and all that stuff. And like, right when I left, uh, that's when they stopped it. But, you know, various different bartending jobs, blah, 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 this and that. And then, you know, it, it becomes, it. Uh, you know, now you're, I'm doing corporate trainings, uh, like spirit seminars, and, and then you know the history of cocktails, where they came from, and now I'm uh, you know designing bars and bar programs, physically designing physical bars and bar programs, and, and, and consulting. Uh, I got I got a couple uh, cocktails published, and and you know the grand culmination of that was you know two and a half two and a half three years ago, something like that. Um, right down the street from where I live right now. And, you know, I built this beautiful bar and, or, you know, helped build this beautiful bar and solid cocktail program. And, and, uh, that's, you know, I, I was 38 at the time and, you know, I, I knew a lot and, uh, I had to get out because we started shooting Vineyard Stash, which was, you know, I couldn't do both at the same time. So it was time for me to retire. But as far as cocktails go, yeah, I know, I know a lot about cocktails and, you know, when I go to bars, you know, I just sit there and I'm like, I look at Emily and I'm like, what is he doing right now? Like, why is he touching that with his fucking hands? Like, I swear to God, I'll fire everybody in this place. I start sweating. I get anxiety. People are like, oh, you know, what do you want? You want a shot of Fernet? I'm like, listen, you son of a bitch. I want a, I want a fucking Fernet. What is, what is with Fernet? It is awful. We call it hipster catnip. Yeah, it's a hipster thing, right? It's terrible. It's, it's, I don't even know how anybody wants it. It's a digestif because you're yeah. fancy. Shut up. You're not a. It's people horrible. are like, people are like, oh, I'm a mixologist and like make me an old fashioned or make me a sazerac and they make it and it's okay. But then it's like, make me a sea breeze and people and, and these like young kids are like, what? Like make me a madras, you know? Like what? I don't. What is that? Maybe a fucking Cape Cotter. Like you don't know what you're doing. 
You're not a bar chef or a fucking mixologist. <laughs> yeah. So look, I'm go, go back to Starbucks. <laughs> they, yeah, just, I mean, you know, people got to learn. These kids, <laughs> these kids, kids these days, they want to be so fucking flashy with their cocktails, but they don't even know. <laughs> oh, man. Man. I think it touched a nerve with the question. It's okay. It's okay. You know, it's, this is what I say. It's like people like a mixologist, bar chef, follow the ridiculous names they have for themselves. Listen, you start out as a slinger, right? Like, Jack and Cokes and shots shots of tequila, Crown and Gingers, you know, vodka tonic, you know, rug, you know, whatever. And then, you know, you do that until you're like, wait, 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 and you feel comfortable with that. And then what you do is now you learn flavors and, and herbs and, and fucking, you know, you, any kind of, you know, flavor combinations and you get, you know, proper measurements. And then that's the mixology part, you know. And then after however long until you feel comfortable, then after you have the slinger and the mixologist, then you become a bartender. Then you are a bartender. That's what you are. A <laughs> that's that, you know. That's it. That's the plain and simple. People want to jump to one. They don't know how to do the other. Love it, man. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. You brought up because we got a we got a golf buddy that uh, he slings for net and like all those little after dinner drinks and stuff. And he's like, it, he loves it. And you know, you know, people it, like it. I, I can't say, but, but it, you know, it's just like whiskey. Like you, you like something that I don't, or vice versa. But like I just like if Fredette was a Fredette was a person, I, w- I would kick it in its knee. Like, that's what I would do. That's, that's how I feel about it. Yeah, he says that it's like it's good. It's good for sales right now because it's the biggest like hipster drink there is. Right, and when you can go Absolutely. into a bar, and he's like, he's like, I have zero problem selling that at any bar because everyone between twenty and thirty, twenty one and thirty, fucking drinks it. Underberg, like that stuff too. They come in a little little bottles. Underberg. It's even worse than Fernet. Yeah. And I, like, I, I just, I don't want. I don't know. Like, it's not enjoyable. Experience, right? No. Oh, no. It's nothing good about it. Mm-mm. Nothing good about it. I can't say anything. Good about it. <laughs> it's like the shitty thirty-year-old mint that your great grandma had in her glass <laughs> in her glass thing in the on her, by her front door that like the cat fucking peed on thirty times. You know, like it just it just doesn't taste good. To me. Can't. Can't. See, look, now I'm done my second, I need third. So I'm like Joe Pesci right now. I'm starting to get angry. Did uh, we'll calm you down. Did uh, did Mark already ask you what you're what you're drinking? What are you drinking tonight? Oh, so uh, I have a couple bottles out. My stuff's right right behind me in, in, in uh, I see that. In my locker, but uh, I got the old tub. Uh, okay. I actually did a review on this for the Bill for Bill Blender show. Um, it's it's binder it's, Bill Binder. <laughs> Uh, it's, it's 100 proof, and, you know, I was really skeptical about it because it comes from, a, you know, a big distillery. Is that the Jim uh, Beam? That's the Jim Beam one, right? It's the Beam one, yeah. Yeah. And uh, it's actually pretty good. I was I was pretty amazed. Uh, I mean, it's, it's good. I have this, and, you know, it was, I think it was like 35 bucks, and I I buy it, you know, it's, it's readily available, but right. I also have that. I have my favorite, hands down, pound for pound, the greatest bottle ever, ever. This is Hill. JTS Brown, bottle and bottom, it's 100 proof, it's four year. It's $11.99. Come on. It blows, it blows anything. I'm talking like blind tastings. I did that in like Happy 23, and people were like, I like this one. And I'm like, here, it's $11.99. Why is it, why is it so cheap? Oh, uh, you know, it, it's just, uh, you know what it's like? It's, it's kind of like, um, like, a, uh, like a wild turkey. 
like 101 or an old yeah. granddad, 100 proof, you know, they've been around for so long and, you know, it's such a, a, a steady product that people, they've seen it their whole entire lives and, and you know, they, they just overlook it because they're looking for the next best thing or they're looking for the fad label that everybody's, you know, looking for it and, you know, it just goes overlooked. Guess what? It's like, if I go out, like I'll drink old granddad and I'll drink wild turkey, no problem. Um, so, you know, some, you can find this in some states, uh, some others you can't, but this is a heaven hill product. And, uh, it's, this company is actually JTS Brown was a company in the late 1800s, uh, that was taken over by heaven hill in the 1930s. Um, the hustler, uh, the movie black and white, um, the pool movie, uh, that's, this is what he drinks. He drinks this in that movie. And then in the color of money, which is the the, the sequel to that, uh, um, he's drinking this on the rocks as well, but it's got some history and it's never changed, you know, in decades and decades and it's a solid product, but it kind of gets lost in the new labels and, and, you know, all this other stuff. And, you know, there's a resurgence of older things that are coming back. And unfortunately, the 1199 is going to turn into 20 soon. And then the 20 is going to turn into 40 when, you know, people go in and they buy, oh, let me get three cases of it so I can open one bottle, drink half of it in the next year and a half and stare at the other 30 bottles in the closet <laughs> for the next 10 years. When it, when it, you know, then we'll resell it for fucking $200 a bottle when nobody else can have it. So it's like, I hate those people. It's like a seller. I, I think it's just they don't know the aging process. They think if they just if it sits in their closet, that counts as years of aging. Oh yeah, absolutely. Yeah, yeah. The biggest misconception. That's you know, true, right? Like you buy a bottle. Yeah. Oh, I bought this bottle twenty years ago. It's, it's, a, it's a twenty-year bottle. Doesn't matter. So it's actually it's actually funny. The, the, the you know the only liquor there's only one liquor in the entire world and universe of liquors, uh, um, that ages in the bottle and it, that's chartreuse. Which is kind of like in that, you know, okay. other, you know, aperitivo, digestive category. You know, the fancy ass drinkers. Yeah. Um, but yeah, that's the only one that, that ages in the bottle. You know, it's just like you got to go back to the roots of, you know, why is this bottle still around? Like, why has it been on the shelf for 30, 40, 50 years? It's because it's solid and it's not changing. And and you know, just people are like, oh, did you get like, you know. The brand new this and it's twenty eight years old and it's like nah shut up it's like it doesn't taste good it's a forty dollar bottle of whiskey and you got a smoke you know a smoke and mirror story behind it uh, that's totally false and they're selling it for four hundred bucks and it's garbage just go spend twelve bucks on something that everybody knows is good and put a smile on your face you know what I mean exactly and if you finish and if you finish the bottle you're like oh shit it's only twelve bucks you know. <laughs> so I I just had my I just sent my wife. Did you just a, get a special delivery. I did. Show? My wife just brought me down the uh, Jefferson Reserve Ocean Barrel. That's funny. I'm actually uh, I'm doing a review on that tomorrow. Are you on the course? So I got it. I got it at Costco on a whim. Uh, I just I saw I was at Costco and I saw it. It was forty seven bucks. I'm like I've had Jefferson Reserve. I like it. This sounds kind of cool. I have no I yeah. I have no idea the story behind it, but I'm like. Maybe they must put it in the barrel and put it on a ship, and it yep, that's goes exactly in the ocean. They have the regular one, and they have the they have the cast strength one. Um, Jefferson, you know, they've been around for a while, and they had some really really old source stuff, like 18, 19, 20, 21, 23 year old stuff, bourbon and rye. But all that stuff's gone now, and, and 
you know, they have the regular stuff, the reserve, they have the ocean, uh, but they, they do a lot of stuff with wine barrels, um, wine barrel finishes if you're into that. But it's all great. It's a solid company. Those guys rock. Awesome. Yeah, I like it. I'll, I'll definitely get another bottle. Can you ask, can you ask your wife to uh, bring me a glass? Yeah, bring you drive over and bring you a glass. Well, she can drive over. Say so what? Not even a ten minute drive. Come yeah. On. <laughs> there you go. Not even a ten minute drive. So, Bill, where are you at? Where are you at in Florida again? Uh, South Florida. South Florida. Um, like West Palm area. So you're you're golfing year round then, right? Year round, man. Uh, this year, it's, it's you know it's been weird with COVID and stuff, and uh, you know we had a lockdown, but you know our, our governor's like. <laughs> Florida, Florida had a lockdown. We're not <laughs> for, locking down again for so, ten days. You know, so I, it's pretty normal around me. Um, everything's open. You know, it's yeah. cool. Um, yeah, but, I, I got a golf club in my hands three, four, five, three, four days a week, something like that. Do you? Uh, are you at a? Are you at a club, or do you? Do you uh, usually get special permission from the course when you go out there and record and stuff, or how does that usually well, work for you? Yeah, well, I I play all over the place. I, when I was playing full time, yeah, or attempting attempting to do it as a job, I was a member uh, at a club down south. But you know, uh, I've moved frequently in the past couple of years, uh, uh, like between like three years ago, something like that, three and two and three years ago, three or four years ago. Uh, so I, you know, being a member at a club, it's just. It's yeah. crazy going on, but where we shoot is right down the street, uh, and it's it's a public track. Uh, and it's at, Kyle Berkshire was actually there a couple of days ago uh, with with whatever crew he's rolling around with. Yeah, you know, who uh, knows? He doesn't hit the ball very far, so who cares? Yeah, pretty far. Uh, <laughs> but uh, it's it's actually pretty awesome. It's called Palm Beach National, and, and like you know, you pull up and it's like you stepped into you stepped into Caddyshack. <laughs> like it's like the best way I can describe it. Like they have the loudspeakers like facing facing the uh, the driving range, and they're always blasting like oldies or reggae. And the driving range has like the big oil barrels that are shaped and tilted like a uh, uh, beer pong. Yeah. And they're, they're, oh, like, nice. 30, Forty yards away, so people are striping stingers. Like, yeah, Bam! I've I've seen that. Is that is that big in Florida? Like I've I've, ne- I've never seen that up in Chicago area, but I've seen that on like Instagram, like people having that on the range we have nothing cool on the range yeah yeah it's it's, it's yeah they, they they have it around you know you know you gotta have a you gotta have something enticing because there's so many golf courses down close proximity good point so uh so yeah so we so we go there and you know they're cool they're awesome there so it's for free and you know they just let us on they give us a card they're like go ahead you know do your thing tip them with some uh whiskey and, nice uh, yeah. so, so cool. i'm sure you you probably tag them and stuff and give them some some pod, oh, yeah. right? Yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. It's worth it well worth it in their mind then. It's absolutely you know, worth sure. it for you, free marketing <laughs> I mean, for them. I, mean, I don't know who I am. I don't know if we're getting any more traffic because I'm plugging them, but uh, yeah. I bet so. <laughs> Especially when they want to get you know, you're gonna have people want to get in the video. Actually there there was one gentleman that, that we saw two weeks ago and, and he's like, Oh, you guys gonna be here next week? And I'm like, Yeah, we'll be here at this time and, and Right when we were done, he was like, you guys already filmed? And I was like, yeah. I said, yeah, sorry, man. I said, come back next week and, you know, maybe we'll, we'll get you in. And, you know, I haven't had any guests on yet. You know, maybe tomorrow um, I'm waiting on a call back. You know, nobody famous or fancy or anything like that. It's just, you know, normal people. You know, I'm mm-hmm. not trying to, you know, I'm not, I'm not trying to, uh, you know, 
get these, you know, big personalities or, you know, I, I just want cool people. You know, I just want to hang out. Yeah. You know I mean? Yeah, for sure. Yeah, exactly. That's, that's what we do when, when, you know, like when people send us a message to be on or we ask people to be on, it's, we try to find people that we feel like we're going to mesh with talking and like yeah. some, someone just feel like a good vibe we can have a cool conversation with and like someone that's not, you know, pushing, pushing something, right? Like, yeah, we've exactly. had to turn down a lot of big names. Tiger, all he wanted to do was talk about his, talk about his sponsors. New spike. Did you, did you watch the, phone. did you watch the documentary? You know what? I didn't. And I didn't for the, for the one fact that, you know, like, yeah, it was cool. You know, he's really coming out and, uh, you know, I, I dig his style as, as uh, Roger Steele. Oh yeah. Um, yeah. Oh yeah. Roger was on uh, about a month ago. We had him on. Yeah. 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 He was in Florida. I was like, where are you going? You got to come down. You got to do this review with me. He's like, oh, I just left. He's like, when I come back down, you know, we'll, we'll do it. I yeah. go, he's a cool, he's a cool dude. And, and, uh, and, you know, he's doing good things for golf for, yeah. you know, for, for, you know, the whole, you know, mentality of it and, and how to approach it. But, uh, I watched his, uh, whatever his post was when he was like roll talk and when he breaks it down. Yeah. And, and and it's like you know it's not like you know the, the uh, Michael Jordan documentary like a bashing. Yeah. It's like for what? Like like yeah. why would you do that to that guy? You know? Right. Like like yeah you know it fucked up and and everybody they all do it. He's the one. He's the one who just got caught doing it. You know what yeah. I mean? Like every single one of them do it. But you know regardless, uh, you know it was, it was very negative and derogatory. Uh, you know from everything that I, that I heard about. So I was like yeah it's not even worth it. So, you know I'm a tiger fan. Like, I grew up, you know, he's only, how old is he now? 45? Like, he's four or five years older than me. Right. Oh, Jesus Christ, I'm old. But yeah, he's <laughs> four or five years older than me. And, and you know, it's like, like I, I, you, know, you grow up and, you know, I, I watched, you know, in the 80s, the late 80s and the 90s when I knew what was going on with golf and I, you know, I can, I can remember. But, like, I remember when he came on and I, like, I followed him and I still do it. You know, he's still the most electric golfer. You know, electrifying golfer, you know, to this day that he ever was. And he's like, there's no need to bash the dude. Like, how embarrassed was he when all that shit came out? You know, it, it, like, biliated. I mean, it's his own damn fault because, you know, he, he fucked up. But, you know, it's, it's, all right, let's go. Like, move on. Part of me thinks he had back surgery again just to say fuck you to everybody. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Yeah, hey, I'm well, human. I'm gonna have back surgery again the day after your last episode. Okay. The day after your day after your last episode, and then I'm gonna win the Masters again, and then I'm just gonna just shit on your whole uh, piece of something. Yeah. So HBO, I think, missed a really, really good opportunity to build a story around his childhood. They showed parts, right? They showed they showed like how his dad impacted his life. And I, Mark and I talked about this at length one episode, just like kind of that childhood actor, actor syndrome yeah. or actress syndrome where like those kids, all they do is like they're, they're directed. Their life is directed, right? As kids, right. as adolescents, they miss that whole boat. And that, that's what happened to Tiger, I think, essentially. He missed the chance to be a kid, to be a teenager, oh, yeah. right? And like now he's in his 20s and 30s and he has millions and millions of dollars to do what he didn't get to do in his 20s, early 20s yeah. and, and teens, right? And I, I really think if they would have put more emphasis on the psychology behind that, it would have been less of a bashing and more of like a crutch. But HBO decided, I think, to go a different route. I, yeah. I still, I don't think it was as bad as everyone says it was, 
I, I just think they missed a good opportunity for it. That's all. Of course. But, yeah, what are you gonna do? And, and the timing of it was kind of shitty, too. I mean, like, he's still playing golf. It's not like he's dead or retired or, you know, like, they did this in the, you know, it's, he's still in the, it's not the middle of his career, but he's still playing golf. Yeah, they well, got to bring him down somehow. He's a year off of winning the Masters. That's what I'm saying. You don't, you don't uh, do, you don't do that. They if, started filming that. That was yeah. he just won the Masters uh, in 2019. So, you got to find a way to bring him down, right? Yeah, that's true. Yeah, yeah that's crazy, yeah. man. So what, um, what do you got? What do you got on the horizon, man? Is the is the uh, Bill Bender show? Binder. Bill is the Bill Binder show. <laughs> Going, uh, you know. Are you, are you are you streaming it or what, what's the plan, man? What's the long term plan? Well, uh, we have uh, you know we have Pinder Stash, which which is you know the legit. I wouldn't say legit show, but you know that was the one that we traveled. You know, fifteen weeks or ten weeks, and, you know, thirty different places. Like I was I was shit based drunk in Pompano, Florida. Uh, you know, from twenty minutes south, and then I was in. Park City, Utah, you know, like two days later, belligerent in a snowball fight, like slipping and falling and breaking, almost breaking both my wrists. And I was everywhere in between, you know, for that show. Like, you know. Is that still in production? Forest fires. Yeah, full production. Yeah, it was, we, we had a crew. We had a crew. What, is, that, is that out already? Are it's, the, not, it's not out it's yet. It's not out yet, okay. So after we were done filming, you know, you had to edit and, and you know, there Forest fires in California. There was a writer strike. Uh, what, what the hell else happened? Uh, Pandemic. Uh, you know, riots, COVID, blah blah blah. Here, <laughs> this and that. So everything's kind of like everything's moving at a snail's pace, and that's for everything. Um, so uh, once we get the once we get the release date for that, then you know I'll make an announcement online. But the Bill Binner show actually was something that Emily used. Uh, before we started filming Vinger Stash, for me to get acclimated in front of the camera, like, you know, okay. I was, you know, I worked behind the bar, so, you know, me talking to people was fine, and, and you know, I, I played some golf, so, you know, here, in, you know, for a living, briefly, like I said before, and uh, um, so it's kind of like a stage, you know, not like a big stage, but, sure, I was an idiot. That was the idiot in front of the camera. So she was like, let's go to the golf course and let's review some whiskey and get you acclimated. And like the first time I was, I was like, this is awesome. I, I was a total mess. After a couple of those, I started getting, you know, used to being in front of the camera and, and you know, I, I progressed and, and then we shot, you know, the Bill Binder, or Binder stash and I came back and what are we going to do now? You know, well, let's just start doing the Bill Binder show again. And, you know, this is where we are. And it's yeah. actually, you know, gaining traction. And yeah, you know, we had somebody pick it up, but this was literally right before um, the pandemic hit and all this stuff. So you know, that's you know another thing that's on hold. So we're still doing our own thing, and and uh, you know, if, if the Bill Binder show goes anywhere, then then great. You know, if it doesn't, I'm still going to do it and have a great time. I love it, man. I look forward. Yeah. I look forward to it weekly. <laughs> I love it. <laughs> so we're uh, yeah. So we're gonna uh, thank you. I appreciate that. <laughs> Um, i tell you what, the one that makes me laugh the most, I don't know why, it's when you threw the, the thing of lettuce out the window. <laughs> yeah, out. I had a cabbage. I smacked yeah. the cabbage out the window. And then cut but, out and picked it up and put it in someone's garbage can. Yeah, you can't litter, man. It's like, I'm not that kind of guy. I'm raised better than that. <laughs> we are going to... Um, I could, uh, I haven't talked about it yet, but... Uh, I, I mean, I guess I could... Are you going to break yeah. news on our podcast? Yeah, let's do it. Why not? 
Holy cow! Ow. So Sound the alarm. I have, I have, I have, I have big news, and I have. Well, I have big news. And I got big, big news. I can't talk about the second thing. That's uh, but um, we're going to be releasing. Uh, let's just say that there's going to be some whiskey coming out pretty soon. With, Ooh. Ooh. With, with with my name on it. <laughs> we're gonna let's leave it at that. It's gonna okay. really, we're gonna leave a really broad. Uh, let's say with my with my logo on it. Um, Ooh. There's gonna be some. So we're gonna have the we're gonna have here. the beard logo. Yes, and uh, love it. Uh, I'll, be, I'll be making an announcement uh, about that when uh, super excited. You know when it's time. Nice. Hopefully, hopefully before I turn 41 in March. Uh, but we'll see what happens. I, I, think, yeah. I, think, I think it might be sooner than that. Oh, happy yeah, happy early get birthday, man! On one of those bottles, we got to taste. Absolutely, it. without a doubt, without a doubt. <laughs> I don't, you know, I'm sure it's going to go quick. So I don't know how hard it is to get our hands on it up here in Chicago. But uh, yeah, let us know. We'd love to get our hands on one of those. Don't worry, we'll, we'll make it happen. I'm not yeah. worried about it. You guys are fine in Chicago. Fucking Chicago. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah. I just got anxiety thinking about how cold it is there right now. Yeah, don't think about that. Think about the good hey. times, the three months of the year that we have good weather. We do we do have the best we have the best summers. They're short lived, but nothing nothing beats a Chicago summer. Yeah, it's the best. Alright. You best. mentioned the beard. I gotta know more about the beard. How T- long has this been? How long has it been a thing? That that that, that beautiful beard you have right there. So, uh, I, you know, I started growing it maybe, maybe four, four and a half years ago. It's like, you know, it's like stubble. Maybe, actually, this is longer than that. It's probably like eight, nine years ago, eight years ago. And I grew it out a little bit and then I shave it, you know, and then I get the stubble and then I shave that and then, you know, try to, try to grow it out longer. And, you know, it's weird. And, and, the, you know, you go through those phases of, you know, how long can you take it before you can't and then you shave it off. So, about, about four years ago, I, you know, I let it go and, uh, you know, it gets longer and longer and longer. And, um, I, I basically got to right here. It's got to right here, you know, in less than a year. And, uh, it's been longer than this. And, uh, you could see it like back in my feed, uh, where it's like down to here, a little bit longer than this, maybe like an inch or two. And just, it looks ridiculous. Like I look like a, <laughs> like a night night of the round table or like Genghis Khan or something like that. And I'm just like, nah, I can't do that. Plus like, you know, I could, I'm like a head case, you know, I was a head case when I played, you know, golf. And actually it's funny that I say that, um, because there's a YouTube, uh, show that's, uh, Andrew Jensen. His name is, he is a former tour, uh, former professional golfer. Uh, I just shot a YouTube, uh, uh, his YouTube show with him. And it's going to come out on Wednesday. And literally, it's it's me talking about how much of a fucking head case I was when I tried to play golf for a living. Like I would, like you couldn't beat me in a practice round. Like I'd shoot like you know two balls, 64, 65, no problem. The minute they announce my name on the first tee during the during the round, you know the the, the real round, it's like like that. I shoot eighty five and just not remember what the hell happened. It was terrible. But so I'm like. A head case, you know, you try to minimize your swing thoughts. So, like, you know, when the, when it gets too long, you know, I, I get to, like, here, and, I, and, like, I see the beard kind of go, like, Boop, like that. And I'm like, oh, it's too long. I'm going to start freaking hitting shanks or something. So I keep it right here because I don't want to become a head case again when I play golf. That's literally the only reason why I keep it this short. What uh, t- 
talk talk a little bit about your golf career, man. I, I, I guess I didn't know. I mean, obviously, I knew you played golf and you you have a great swing and you're a good golfer. But talk a little bit about like your, uh, you know, your attempts to, to make it a career, make it a living. I came, I came, from, I came from a baseball family. My, my, my father, my father, he still holds a single season batting average record for Babe Ruth baseball in like 1964, I think. Uh, and Yardville, New Jersey is where Babe Ruth baseball was yeah. born. So, that, that, you know, that's where my dad played. Um, and, uh, you know, he, he got drafted. He was catcher of the decade in Princeton. He played for the Phillies and the Giants, uh, or the Giants and the Miners, Phillies and the Major Leagues in the 70s, like Schmidt and all them. Really? Um, yeah, my, my mother's father, he played, he was in uh, He was in the military during World War II. So when they went all all over to Europe to fight all the, the, the major league baseball players, like elite, during a league of their own, you know, sure. He played with all them. He played military ball with all them, you know, in Europe. Um, so I come from a baseball family. I played baseball my whole life. My little brother, we played baseball, but in the off season, which is really, you know, slim, we played golf. I mean, we weren't allowed to play golf during baseball season and, you know, cause you get, you start getting pop-ups and blah, 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 all that stuff. Uh, but I remember I was like five years old and, uh, you know, we lived on a golf course. Uh, no, I was nine or 10. It's right after we moved out of the, the hotel and we moved into a house on the golf course. And, you know, my parents were members of, of, of the course and we lived on the first fairway. Uh, my dad's friend or, and my father used to just, you know, we used to drive out and we used to hit balls and, and uh, you know, we were on the 18th tee or 18th fairway, you know, and I had this, you know, 15 foot pine in front of me and, and, you know, there was a bunker and then the green and the pin was tight and, and you know, I'm seven or eight and, and I hit this towering flop shot to like two feet and my dad's friend looks at him. He's like, you may have something there, you know, right then and there as a parent, <laughs> You think that, okay, maybe not baseball, but maybe golf. You know, maybe that's what it is. But no, I had to play baseball. And guess what? I loved it. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and and, I, and I'm, a, I'm fine with that. Uh, Mark and I both played both played college baseball. Yeah. Okay. So I was, I, I, I had a, uh, a partial scholarship for baseball uh, to college. But like I said, it never really panned out. Um, and we'll leave it at that. <laughs> That's a whole other story for a whole other podcast. Um, but, uh, so I came home from college and they started bartending and, you know, you know, you bartend at night and in the mornings, it's like, what are you going to do? And I said, okay, I'm, you know, I'm going to go back to the driving range. And that's when I started, you know, you know, I, I was, what was always playing golf. And that was when I started realizing that, you know, maybe, you know, golf is, is my path because like, I loved that 6am practice till you know, four o'clock in the afternoon and then get behind the bar at five and work till 2 a.m. and then go party until five o'clock and, and then go lives. right to the golf course and, and play 18 holes and, and, you know, whatever the case may be. Yeah. And, and I, I got, I got very, very good, very, very quick. Um, and, uh, you know, I kept at it. And then finally I was like, you know, I need to come to Florida, you know, cause I, I you know, I want to turn pro, you know, I want to, yeah. I want to play professional golf. And I, I was playing really, really good. And I moved down here in, in 04 and, uh, you know, found a coach and, and, and I didn't turn pro right away because I, I wasn't that good. And, and uh, um, you know, finally one day it was like time and, uh, you know, got my first tournament. And, you know, that's when I realized that this game is a lot harder uh, than it is when, you know, you're going to 
practice with your coach and, and you play with your friends or you play a single with a, with a threesome or anything like that. And, and, uh, you know, I was playing the best that I was ever playing at that point, but you know, they, they announce your name on the first tee and it's just like, it's like a whole different, you know, mentality. And, you know, it was, it was crazy. Cause it's like, I would, we like we try everything like, all right, maybe I could smoke weed uh, before a round, so I'm I'm not such a freaking lunatic, or sure. or uh, eat, eat a pop brownie, or or take a freaking, uh, you know, whatever antipsychotic that'll you know take me out of my element, so I could just play golf, and like none of it worked, and and you know I ended up slobbering all over myself sometimes, but you know, <laughs> I, I, like I try I try the to do it. It's rolling on the third hole. <laughs> yeah, you know, these were just practice rounds. You know, these weren't you know the the, the, the main event. And, uh, you know, it, it was, it was so frustrating, uh, that I was like, I, I just couldn't bring, you know, like hit the shot, like hit the 60 yard pitch shot that you hit 20,000 times, you know, and, and, you know, hold it out or hit it within a foot that you've done so many times before and then you're in a tournament. And it's like, all right, well, you need to hit the shot, get up and down to make the cut or, you know, win three hundred dollars to pay your cell phone bill, or else your cell phone's gonna get shut off. And it's it's just it's just like you add pressure to yourself, and yeah. it's like chunk, and you're like we're sculled over the green, and like you look at your playing partners, you're like I don't know who the fuck I am right now, and it just turns into a joke. And uh, you know that's when you know that the, the dream of golf being a professional golfer, uh, I hated it. I I, thought I hated golf because I wasn't having fun and. I got angry and the harder I worked, the worse I got. And, and, um, you know, it, it, it took me a really long time to get out of that funk, you know, after I was done playing golf, you know, I went back to the bar business and, and here we are right now talking, uh, you know, and me drinking whiskey, but you know, uh, the last like two or three years, um, I'm playing better now than I was when I was practicing full time. Uh, and I was treating so it as a job. I'm starting, yeah. I'm starting to have fun. Like I was, you know, 12 or 13 again, like, Oh shit, it's 260 yards into the wind, you know, force carry to a part five green. I'm going to fucking hit this ball and I don't care where it goes. And you know, it's, it's like, it's fun, you know, right. because there's, it, and it's just no consequences. And the shittiest part about it is, is that, you know, I, I, uh, you kind of almost need like the childish mentality to, to succeed right. uh, in the game. And, and, you know, like I, I, and I said this before, and um, you know, I'll, I'll be 41, and you know, I'm, I, it's, it humbled me, and and it definitely gave me a different perspective that you know I could talk about it now and say, you know, I was good enough, but I, I like I was a lunatic, like I was I was a mental basket case, and uh, you know, I, I I embarrassed myself out on the golf course, you know, in these tournaments, you know, shooting high numbers, and, and it's okay, you know, it, it, it it's it's a life learning experience, and and. Uh, you know, I, I don't care, you know, people who judge me and they're like, well, you should have never fucking played professional golf. Anyway, you know, those are the people that, you know, they're sitting on their couch and, you know, calling Brooks Kopka or fucking Tiger an asshole for missing the cut, you know, because they never tried to do it. And, you know, they're in their safe zone and, and it's I'm fine. I'm, I'm fine with it. I'm fine with it. You know? They're also the ones calling in the rules violations for uh, like zooming exactly. in on their their 80 inch TV. Well, I mean, if it's Patrick fucking Reed, you don't even need to call. Well, it's like everybody sees it anyway. Patrick Reed's a different story, but <laughs> they uh, they they disallowed that. You can't do that anymore. 
Can't call, can't call in. Can't call in rules violations. Anymore. Oh, it's probably it's probably, Rightfully it's probably got so. so ridiculous. It's so stupid. It's like it'd be like uh, it'd be like calling into the NBA. Like uh, th- no, uh, no I was traveling. Definitely fouled. <laughs> Yeah, uh, uh, Le- that was hold- that was LeBron holding on the offense. Seventy seven was holding there. <laughs> yeah, LeBron's crying again. Yeah, we know. We know. Don't worry about it. Just, leave it. Just let him have it. Just let him have his moment. So, are you a you a New Jersey sports fan then? Jazz? Uh, you know, I, like, people ask me like where you're from, and uh, you know, people are either North Jersey or South Jersey, and I'm literally from Central Jersey, like Mercer County, Princeton, Trenton area, like Mercer yeah. County. Uh, and you know, my dad played for the Phillies, so you know everybody I know are you know, they're Phillies fans. But I, I'm actually a Yankees Giants fan. Giants I, fan. Yeah, Eagles fans are they're a little bit too vicious and a little bit too out of control for me. Uh, I like partying with them, but they are fucking nuts. Nets, uh, Nets or Knicks, Devils. Well, Rangers. I mean, it was it was the Nets. Now it's freaking Brooklyn, and they're they're stacked right now. Yeah. Uh, yeah. There's a lot of talent, and sometimes there's too, too much, much talent. talent. <laughs> um, sometimes, yeah. Sometimes there is. I don't know. I think they got a lot of egos to deal with too. There's we'll only one basketball. Happens. There's only one basketball, and they got to figure out how to <laughs> give one basketball, one basket. Well, you know who? You know what? It almost it's it's reminiscent of the uh, the or the uh, the uh, the Heat when they did their big three. I don't know that it's that that it's almost like when you had Westbrook, Harden and Durant, you know, uh, that was too early in their careers to, they didn't know what the fuck they were doing. This is pretty significant in these guys' careers. No one is to the level that I would say LeBron is obviously, but watch, there's three strong LeBron personalities. AD play together. What's that? Watching LeBron and AD play together. Right, I think a big two always works better. Truthfully, than Absolutely. a big yeah, I got, and then yeah, and then, and then a solid backup. You know, yeah. I would say backup, but like a supporting cast. Yeah. No, I, I agree with you. I mean, I mean, you never know. We'll see what happens. I think Kyrie is just. I hate to use the word, but I think he's a cancer uh, when it comes to a basketball <laughs> team. Um, Who you got for the Super Bowl? I, boy, it's gonna be. I like it. I like the. Uh, the old veteran, the old wily veteran with Tom and the uh, and the young gun, <laughs> the young gun uh, with um, Mahomes. My, uh, one it's of my, hard one to of my repeat, clothes. guys. It's it doesn't get done very often, but I think I'm gonna go Kansas City. I'm gonna say they actually get the repeat this year. So one of so one of my one of my closest friends growing up, one of my best friends, he uh, he has a YouTube uh, channel called like Point of Attack. And uh, I listen to him like every day, every, 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 he like texts me the, the ticket winners of his gambling on football. And I'm like, you fuck it. Like every time I'm like, yo, why don't you just let me just give you money and you just go gamble for me? <laughs> like, what's wrong with you? So he gave me the bet tonight and I, I, I got to do it. And I, I think, you know, it's going to be a winner. It's definitely going to be a winner. He goes, Chiefs by three in the first half. And this, you know, the over under is 33 points in the first yeah. half, and then Chiefs by six in the second half, and the over under is like 50, 52 or something like that okay. in the over. So he's got Chiefs by three, Chiefs by six, over 33, and over 52. Okay. Pays 20 to one right now. So I, I, I'm gonna, I'm, I'm gonna uh, go yeah. by his words, and, and uh, I'm gonna gamble. I do that. 
I think for us and our listeners, we should all do that. I, 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 <laughs> is it, so if it doesn't happen, right? If it doesn't work and people what's, lose money, if it doesn't happen, what's your email address? It's, I'm gonna I'm gonna give you I'm gonna give you my buddy Dave's email address. And then, uh, We'll, 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 we'll have him on and we'll be like, so, you know, your prediction wasn't right. And, you know, you lost a lot of people money. So, you know, how, how are you going to, how are you going to come, how are you going to bounce back after this? You know what I mean? So we'll, he's going to watch this too. He's going to watch this after we're, you know, when you, when you guys have, have it, he's going to be like, yo, why did you do that? Like, there's so much pressure on me. You just jinxed it. He's like, no, 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 no. I love the I love the coaching matchup personally. I love Andy Reid versus Bruce Arians. Yeah. I think it's a fascinating coaching matchup, man. Those are those are two like just you know old school, yeah. Fucking stick it to you coaches, you know. Yes, like, they are. The, the, the NFL's turning a page towards younger coaches, and these guys are like these guys fuck, are fuck, fuck, fuck you. People. I love it, man. Yeah, everything. Don't fuck yourself. Yeah. <laughs> So we're going to give you whatever time you want to do some shameless plugs. Um, anything you want to do. You want to talk about it. We haven't anything about you want to plug. Man, I, you know, I, I'm never really good at this stuff. Um, you don't have to be. Yeah. You know, I, the Bill Bender show is, is, is definitely, you know, where it's at right now. Um, you know, we just, just kind of bring the heat with that, you know, every week. Uh, it, it's it's just a it's a lighter outlook on on golf and getting hammered and and you know trying to make birdies and talking about whiskey and you know like, who drives I, you home I, from the course, Bill? That's what I want. How do you get home from the course? The boss does, Emily. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I was <gonna> say, <laughs> I like the whole way home. She's like, don't you dare touch that volume of that freaking radio. I swear to <laughs> God, dude, he just Bill just gets fucking hammered. Just. Yeah. Goes into the fucking deep rap sesh. And oh yeah, hell yeah. Just, so we, I got to do that before. I got to do that before because yeah, hey, that's got to be on the way to the golf course. Like, yeah. Like, yes. He's on the first hole. He's like, you know, he's got a quarter way down on the bottom. He's like, I'm gonna be fucking hammered. <laughs> Get hammered. There's a the, the one the one review that we did. It's it's not on Instagram. It's actually on the YouTube channel. Uh, is uh, uh, Garrison Brothers Kentucky. Uh, um whiskey and it it's a cowboy and it's like 130 some proof but Holy like, shit. like texas whiskey is like i i have bottles that are 140 144 proof oh my uh, god from kentucky but you know that's i i, I can't even say like that's different you know because whiskey's you know whiskey's made everywhere in the country and, and it all depends on the fucking weather you know obviously it's it's what you put in the, the barrel and, and the actual what the barrels are made of, but you know, you're so weather dependent and uh, you know, Texas is dry, it's hot, you know, um, and it just does something to the whiskey uh, and this stuff, you know, the one episode, I just like, I was so hammered that I like, I was to the point where like, I, I literally said like, I, like you need to eat a lasagna, a whole lasagna before you, before you drink this bottle, because yeah, I like, I, I, I mean, I, that was probably the most drunk I've ever been, but you know, like I, I keep it wide open, you know, the, 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 you know, there's no filter in, in the Bill Bender show and, and, and uh, you know, I pride myself on that, you know, like I'm not going to beat around the bush now I'm older. So I'm not as much of a cocksucker as I used to be, 
you know, when I, when I was younger, like, you're an idiot, get out. I'm not making you a Jaeger bomb. This isn't fucking New Jersey Shore, get out. You know, yeah, I'm a little bit, you know, uh, uh, smooth around the edges. Um, yeah. You know, if, if I, this, this is an empty bottle, but if I take a bottle and I do a review on the bottle and, you know, I'll give you my honest opinion about it. You'll get this, 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 and that, you know, on the front, back, blah, blah, blah. And I'll do an assessment of it. And, you know, instead of saying, you know, I'm never displeased with a bottle uh, because, you know, I'm always learning. Everybody's always learning. Like I drink whiskey for a living, but guess what? You know, I'm still learning and I'm still tasting new stuff. Uh, so I say, you know, if this is, if this is what you like, then, then this is the bottle for you. And I suggest you buy it. And, you know, it's not really in my wheelhouse, but it's good to have as, you know, like a conversation piece, like, okay, here's the regular shit that's been around for so long. That's solid. Now try this, which is newer, but it's different. And, you know, you get a different perspective on where whiskey's going. And, yeah. you know, that's what the, that's what the Bill Vinder show is all about. Uh, you know, plus the amazing nineties hip hop, you know, you can't go wrong. With that. <laughs> um, so, so there's that, uh, you know, we also have, uh, you know, uh, said whiskey that, that, will be coming out soon um the uh, bender stash uh we'll make announcements for the release dates for that uh we're already getting the second season ready um where's that where's that going to come out on is that just going to be i think you know i i we signed the non-disclosures so i i the the only thing i could say is yeah yeah, the only thing i could say is coming out we're gonna we're gonna make an announcement and we'll uh, be able to we'll be able to find it. How about that? Yes, yes, it'll be very very easily found. All right. I could say that. Uh, so we got that. Um, and uh, there's something even bigger in the works, but we can't really talk about that right now. At, like, yeah, something something even bigger, like more monumental. And all this than, blood flow, we can't do. Yeah, it. Jesus, it's like just yeah, balls everywhere. That's all right. Hey, that's all right. Well, <laughs> before you I, get too big for us. Um, no, and I mean no, no, that. No, no. We, we'll get Never. you back on when you got some some other big news in a couple months. Um, yeah, you want to get out there. Yeah, I, yeah, I'm definitely gonna come back and, and I'll share that. Uh, you know, as for you know, you know, people that you know, other pages. You guys are rad. Uh, you know, Billy Grant, him and his fucking follow through sidestep joint. <laughs> that his thing, bo- this, his this, bowling swing. His bowling. <laughs> It'll be legendary for life, and yeah. Uh, yeah, I appreciate him, Roger Steele. It's another dude yeah. that's doing good things for golf. Uh, it's a good, it's a good golf community on Instagram, man. Yeah, great golf community, really man. Is. Elastic Golfer. I just got his uh, workout program. Uh, you know, I started doing that. You know, because I told him I was like, listen, I like I'm not, I'm 30 pounds. I weigh 212 pounds right now, and when I was playing golf, you Mark, know, Mark, golf. Weighed that, Mark weighed that when he's like 19. Oh, stop. Hey, I weighed 175 pounds 10 years ago how, when I was. You know, how tall, how tall are you? Tall, you're a tall guy, right? 6'3, six, 6'2? Six, no, I'm 6 feet, man. 6 feet. All right. Sorry. I'm, I'm 6 feet. But uh, sorry. Yeah, thanks, man. I appreciate your, you being you sorry for me being 6 feet. Should have just said yes. Just yeah, yes. I should have. Should have. Yeah. Um, but yeah, no, I'm, I'm doing that. Uh, yeah, the golf community is sick. There's, I don't even know what the one guy's name is. Uh, he's another instructor, but uh, he started like he he does like his own raps. Like, oh, have you uh, seen that guy? Yeah, um, Billy like raps. Bill Savid or Billy Savid golf. 
yeah, yeah something like that. Like he, ra- he, ra- he raps about like not having the shanks, like, like yeah. how to how to how to eliminate the over the top, and he raps yeah, about dude, it. Yeah, yeah, it's good stuff. It, yeah, so like yeah, so, I, so unassuming, like he yeah. doesn't look like a golfer at all. He looks like a fucking surfer. He's he's yeah. he's got he's got the 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 uh, the, the ankle biter, the tidy pants. What are those? The fucking what are they called? The fucking I don't even know. But yeah, yeah, that that dude's awesome too. Yeah, it's it, it, it's great. The the you know the wide spectrum in the range of of, of yeah. the whiskey community. You know, even the cigar community, the golf community is is freaking amazing. So we've had a uh, we've had a Chicago guy in a few times. Uh, our buddy Matt Cusick. Uh, okay. I don't know if you know him. Uh, no. he, does, he does whiskey reviews. Oh really? Yeah, really, really, really solid dude. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's some really, so there, there's some really, you know, notable uh, guys that do whiskey reviews uh, out there. You know, yeah. non-paid, non-paid. Yeah, yep. non-paid. non-paid. He does mm-hmm. non-paid whiskey reviews. We've had him unbiased. On, yeah, yeah. We've had him on three times. He's done two blind tastings with us. Oh, cool. The third tasting was uh, we did uh, bourbon barreled stouts. So, um, okay. Yeah, just taste bourbon, bourbon barreled stout beers, but like, really, really cool dude. Uh, does wait, what's the here? Are you know, what? I just see this right here. See this slip? Yeah. This slip. This slip is from the uh, the hotel that I I uh, the the. That looks like a detent. Like you got detention for. Yeah. Right. Yeah. The, the conduct referral. The pink yeah. slip. So this is. <laughs> So this is from Soho Beach House, which is on Miami Beach. And I yeah. ran the bar program there for yeah. a little bit. And I made this cocktail. It was It's called a triple bourbon flip. And a flip has a whole egg in it. And Anderson Valley Bourbon Barrel Stout. And it had a, it had the bourbon barrel aged beer in it. And it was nice. at Anderson Valley. That's crazy you just said that. I was actually going to – I was thinking about doing like a quick like uh, reel – and me making this cocktail. Yeah, yeah, interesting. Yeah, so I don't think stouts do well in Southern Florida. Um, no, not at like all. they do in the Midwest, Chris. Yeah, yeah very, yeah. very refreshing in like, yeah. ninety degree weather. Yeah, <laughs> Mark and I are big stout guys because yeah, we drink that seven months a year out here. <laughs> yeah, we yeah, get exactly. stouts a lot. The bourbon barrel stouts, but yeah, it's he does a he does some good he does some good stuff. He's he's a Chicago guy, so like yeah. Uh, but you know, well, uh, you and your whiskey, fucking whiskey, ridiculous whiskey. deep dish pizza. Fuck uh, you, fucking well, you know. nonsense. <laughs> All right, get out of here. And our deep dish sausage I'm pizza. Actually, actually it's, a- a, it's a fucking Philly cheesesteak and it's thin crust pizza. It's a fucking tomato pie from New Jersey. Stop it, you two. God. I'm a, I'm a bigger Detroit style pizza guy. I like Detroit style pizza better. I don't even know what that means. It's like a fluffy, it's a fluffy no. thick crust. It's that not, sounds that sounds terrible to me. No, yeah, no, like the, the, Chica- the Chicago deep dish is like really thick. Yeah, crust. yeah, yeah. It's like soup. Yeah, but yeah. like the, the it's like going to Panera Bread and getting a fucking well, soup yeah, bowl, the soup yeah. bowl, the yeah. bread bowl. Yeah, but the Detroit yeah. style is like a, a thick yeah. crust, but it's it's light. It's like a light. Okay. Yeah, bread. thin crust is actually just as popular with the actual Chicagoans. You want it? You, they know the where to get a good thin crust. Chicago thin crust. You know, the Prez at Barstool, he went. He went to my joint that I grew up going to, 
yeah. uh, DiLorenzo's in in uh, uh, New Jersey. I think I think he gave him like a nine three or something like that's that. That's not that's not bad. That's pretty good. No, it was one. I think it's the highest. It's, yeah, it's so that's for, pretty good. Good. Yeah, that's your joint. Right down right down the street from my house. That's like, pretty cool. Things, man. Yeah. I'm not. I I've lost a little uh, respect for Barstool, but uh, that's just because you're old. El Presidente. Yeah. I'm no, not listen. As, not as old as Bill. <laughs> Well, Listen, President, he's fine in my book. Barstool's he's doing, good. He's doing some so, good fucking things. For he is doing he's doing, he, 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 he's doing amazing things. I, I give that guy I, a lot of credit. So yeah. much respect for him over these yeah. last couple months, man. I, I like that guy who does the 60-minute rants. That guy's hilarious, too. 60-second <laughs> rants, yeah. yeah. Four-play four, four pod, I, I can't stand any of those guys. Well, you know what? Pass. Those other guys, they're not even that bad. But, but like, Riggs, like, he, he, just, he, just fucking, he just bothers me. Yeah. Like I don't know why he just bothers me. I don't know. You should you have them on. You get that I make fun of them all the time. I think they just ran their course, man. I think they ran. I don't, they just yeah. got a tailor made fucking. They just got a tailor made deal. I know with I, these guys. I, yeah, I don't get yeah. it. Like, I, I I'm just saying, like from my perspective, they ran their course. Like they're yeah, you're do. too old. You're you've passed the uh, they don't do the age threshold. It's genius. It's genius to me that you could thrive. Like, like four play pot and race, they could they could thrive on on so much negativity. Like literally, I only follow them for the freaking for the for, for the comments. Like the comments are hysterical. It's the funniest <laughs> shit. I've, I've like literally, I laugh hysterically. Oh yeah, I've, some of it cross. Yeah, you should read some of their uh, the the comments they get on Apple Podcasts because I like to do that too because I'm I'm sick in the head like. I'll go on and check like what people, you know, how they rate our podcast and, you know, leave comments. And then I'll go like, I'll go check out Foreplay pod and like, this is the worst podcast ever. What the fuck happened to these guys? All this shit. Like, oh, <laughs> so good. No, so you, you, you are sick and twisted. Yeah, yeah. absolutely. <laughs> yeah. I kind of need that affirmation though. Like I have no shame. Of course. Yeah. All right. Love you got to be you. You got to do, you got to do you. That's it. Yeah. People sure. like it. They like it. They don't. They don't. Who cares? We're gonna let you get back to finishing off your uh, liquor cabinet back there. Yeah. I'm about to get, I'm about to get yelled at when you. Uh, so, I mean, like, I'm, I'm, actually, I'm trying to milk this. I'm trying to milk this right now because the longer I'm on with you, I can drink more and not get yelled at. <laughs> when we were filming Vinder Stash, like she would be behind the camera and I'd be just straight get it, and she'd be like. Stop fucking drinking. I'm like, no, 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 drink more, no, drink more. And then like I drink more, they shut the camera off, and she'd be like, go take a lap around the fucking distillery because you're hammered right now and you're embarrassing. I'm like, sorry. You know, <laughs> no, nah, uh, she's great. How long, guys, she's how long have you guys been together? Uh four years. Nice. She puts yeah. a, she's been putting up with my shipper about four years. Yeah, man. Yeah, yeah she, she's a trooper. Like, yeah, right. keeper. Four years, yeah. she's probably gonna be around forever. So yeah. Yeah. Force, yeah. She's Force, made it this long. Okay. She made, she made she's it made years. it this long. She's made it four made years. It. She's, and she's got she's got spidey sense too. So I yeah, figure like, she, like seen seconds, everything. She's like, are you guys talking about it? Yeah, she's seen yeah. everything at this point. <laughs> <laughs> it's nothing yeah. left to hide. Yeah, she definitely has. She's definitely has. Yeah, yeah. That, and that and 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 those are other stories that we'll talk about in the next podcast <laughs> that I'll probably get yelled at for, but like, I feel like we have to share that for the next time. I, Perfect. I always had that as a, a mental threshold. Like when I first dated my wife, I was like, if I can date someone for four years, I think I can marry them. That was kind of, like, that, always, that was always my mental hurdle. Yeah. 
Did you guys ever get like so blackout drunk that like you you like got up in the middle of the night and just just piss like randomly oh, in a corner? God, of the that's a whole nother podcast, and absolutely. What if we're still doing that? Holy shit. Yes, there's a lot of stories. And there's a lot of stories I don't want my wife to hear, but there's a lot of stories. A lot of those stories. Holy shit. But that's what makes you you. Like, you know, like those stories. I'll tell a good story. I was like, when Natalie and I were, when my wife Natalie and I were dating, before before we lived together, I stayed over at her place. And I vividly remember getting up in the middle of the night, going into the corner of her room, hammered, pissing in the corner and laughing. Like, like I, it was I, a good I, idea. So vividly, like I'm laughing and just pissing everywhere. <laughs> and then I wake up I'm like, what the fuck just happened? And I was pissing on a pile of clothes in the corner of her room. <laughs> And, it, and, it, and and at that point, like, you don't remember, like, it was totally normal and it was a good idea to you. Yes. 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 Jesus. Like, yeah. Yep. It happens. It happens. Probably. I don't know. I was laughing about it. Yeah. I got, I got some, yeah. I'm going to, I'm going to refrain from my pissing stories. Come on, bro. Oh, I know. I know a good one. Yeah. They, they don't necessarily always involve my wife. So, you know, okay. it's going to. Leave that there. What about the one when you guys, you and Nicole, when, what about the one where you were Nicole in Greece? Ah, uh, yeah. That's when I met my wife is in Greece. Um, yeah, there's there's a lot of myth to the story and there's a lot of fiction to the story. And it's evolved over the, this is 16 years ago now that I met her in Greece. Uh, we met on a college trip and um in Greece, and we were going to see the Acropolis the next day, and I got blacked, just fucking blacked out drunk to the point where I stood up on the bed. Who's that? And this is where this is where the story varies. I remember it because I was there. Um, I pissed, I stood up on the bed, pissed in the corner, like stood up aiming in the corner, pissed, thought it was the funniest thing in the world, and then went back to bed. But the variations of the story are that I pissed on my pissed in myself, pissed on the bed, then slept in it. Um, I've never done that anything like that since. I've pissed in corners several times, so I know that's what I did when I was there. Because I pissed in a lot of corners. I've never pissed myself or pissed in a bed. So yeah, I stood up in Greece in a bed pissed in the corner, went back to bed, went to the Acropolis the next day and was still drunk and just, just you're still loving you're still drunk from that trip. Still my, uh, yeah, I'm still drunk. From that trip. <laughs> and just, <years> later. <laughs> and the best part is, and I tell her this all the time, whenever she brings this up, you married me and you think I pissed in the bed. Mm, what does that say about you yeah what does that say about you like you had you were like wait a minute wait a minute yeah. wait a minute yeah, <laughs> yeah. no i did it yep. i did you, it we're gonna you... we're gonna save it we're gonna save that for the for, for the next one now yeah, because that's, that's a, like the more drawn out story like lot, i i i, I need to prepare stories. like i like i need to like i have, have have the right outfit on when i tell the story and i and i need props so <laughs> we're gonna save that for the next time Perfect. Because I'm going to be on the next time. Yes, absolutely. Yes. 
Yeah. No doubt in our minds you're coming back, especially when we when you start having some of these big announcements. Well, it's going to be on here. Yeah. Love yeah, it. Definitely. Definitely. Bill, thank you so much for your time well, today. It's been great. Thanks it's been for awesome. having me, guys. Love it, man. It's, it's been amazing. I'm hey. hammered right now. <laughs> yeah, just keep – you can finish that one if you want. We won't tell her. Just keep your headphones in. She'll never know. Just keep your headphones in. It's all part of the gig. You're staring at me right now. Yeah. All right. <laughs> yeah. All right, so, man. Appreciate I'll it. See you guys. I'll see you guys later. Peace, Bill. <laughs> Thanks, everyone, for joining us for this episode of the Breakfast Balls podcast. If you like what you heard and like learning from our mistakes, please subscribe. Also, if you're on Instagram, please follow us at breakfastballs.podcast. Panda! Listen! Understand this black exits, fan, what you see? Panda! Panda swoon, fanny!